Blog Talk Radio. Stevie B's Media Production is a part of the Shellcaster Network. The proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ by members of the Churches of Christ with your host, Stevie R. Butler. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. You are my protector and you are my provider and my deliverer. There's no other help I know. You are my protector and you are my provider and my deliverer. There's no other help I know.
You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. Good evening, wherever you are in the world listening to this radio broadcast. Stevie B's Media Production presents What a Word from the Lord radio show. I'm your host, Stevie uh, Butler. This radio show is being broadcast from Stevie B Media Production at the Carolina studio in the great state of North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just grateful for the privilege they bring your program where we as Christians and members of the Churches of Christ can share our faith and preach and teach the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ on a weekly basis. If you'd like to contact us while we're on the air this evening, just give me a call to the live show at 713-955-0508. If you have any questions or comments for any of my special guests or my co-hosts on this broadcast, you can send your emails to my new email address, butlersteve1009 at yahoo.com, or you can give me a call, Stevie B, Media Productions, at Carolina Studio at 910-491-6405. Now, again, this program is brought to you by members of the Churches of Christ. And if you need any assistance in locating a congregation in your area, please feel free to contact us. Now, folks, get out your Bibles and study along with us here on What a Word from the Lord radio show. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. Before we go into our program for this evening, I would ask that you would bow with me in a word of prayer that we may thank God for this opportunity. Our most kind, gracious, loving, heavenly Father, the Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for allowing us to go through the various activities of the day and placing it on our hearts that we are on this broadcast and we are prepared now to present a portion of your holy and divine word. Well, we pray that you will be with my special guest speaker, Michael Lawler, on the broadcast, and also my co-host, Isa Mullins, as they break unto our listeners the bread of life. And also my special guest in the community corner, Chanel Millington, as she serves our community with her various talents and gifts to our neighbors. We pray that you will bless all of them and their families that support their efforts as well. Father, we pray that you will bless our listeners who are tuning in to this broadcast via Blog Talk Radio as well as through social media. We pray that they may listen well and that they may consider their eternal stance before you and that their hearts may be pricked. And it will cause them to ask the question, what must I do? To be safe. Father, we thank you so much for sending the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. We're just so grateful for his precious sacrifice on Calvary's cross. For without such a sacrifice, we would not have a hope of eternal life. Father, even now, we ask that you forgive us for the transgressions of our own heart. We know our flesh is weak, and we often fall short of thy will. Father, we pray that you'll continue to bless us and keep us in love us all the days of our lives. And that we have been faithful until death. Father, we pray that you would save us. For it's in Christ's name we do ask it all. Amen. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the broadcast. Our first speaker in the first segment is my special guest speaker, Michael Lawler. He serves with the Whitney Avenue Church of Christ there in Hamden, Connecticut. Looking forward to having uh, Michael on the broadcast. He's been on the show uh, quite a few times. Always look forward to having him on the show. And follow in the Community Corner segment, my special guest is Chanel Milliton. She's from Phoenix City. Uh, Phoenix, I'm sorry, Phoenix, Arizona, by way of High Point, North Carolina. That's my home girl, ladies, and I just found that out uh, earlier today. So looking forward to hearing her presentation as well. And then my 
co-host in the last segment, Isom Mullins. He serves with the Helen Street Church of Christ here in Fayetteville, North Carolina. He'll be making this proclamation of the gospel of Christ to close out the show. So open up your Bibles and open your minds and let's have a great show. After the break, the next one should be that of my special guest speaker, Michael Lawler. Enjoy the show. It ain't easy. No. Sometimes it gets hard down here, Lord. Sometimes it gets rough. So rough, so rough. Sometimes it gets tough for me. Has anybody been lonely all by yourself? Has anybody been sad, broken-hearted and sad? Have you even been met? You had to cry all night. Do it. 
You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. Give your attention to the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, my special guest speaker, Michael Lawler, and his subject, The Reason Jesus Came. I want to thank you, Brother Butler, for having me on your show once again. It's a great honor and privilege, as always, to proclaim the word of the Lord. Um, And I want to thank you for the effort that you are making in spreading the gospel around the world. You know, as in, it says in Matthew chapter 28, where Jesus said, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Social media, you may not be able to do it in person, but through social media, we're able to go around the world and teach the gospel. I chose my subject, the reason Jesus came, because there's a lot of questions uh, that has been asked of me personally. Why, why, why did Jesus come from heaven to suffer the things and the indignation that he went through. Why did God transform himself into human form and to come down here? Well, you see, Jesus has been around since the beginning of time. In fact, in Genesis chapter 1, when God was creating the earth, he said, let us make man. Who was he talking to? He was talking to his son, Jesus, and he was talking to the Holy Spirit. So you see, three has been around always. Also, I believe it's in uh, Genesis chapter 13, uh, where the people were building the Tower of Babel because they wanted to get to God. He said, let us go down and confuse their language. So you see, Jesus was always there. Now, Jesus didn't know. Um, doesn't know the time that he's going to come back and the end of creation, the end of time is going to end and that judgment day. Jesus doesn't know. Only God knows that. But Jesus has been there since the beginning. God knew that when he made man and gave man free will, God knew that man was going to be evil. Men were going to seek after their own lusts and desires. He knew that there would be some that even turned their back on him. God knew that eventually he was going to send his son. You see, in the Old Testament, it is there for our learning, and the Old Testament brings us into the New Testament. But in the Old Testament, the way people worship, the Israelites were God's chosen people. He gave... Uh, the salvation opportunity to only a specific group of people. Now, God in his wisdom, he knew that he was going to have to change that. He knew that. But see, now we live in some really terrible times. You know, we live in times when we used to go to school. School was a safe haven for us. We always knew that we were going to go, we're going to learn, but we're going to play, meet friends. And have friends that we'll have for life. But now, when you go to when kids go to school, you wonder if they're ever going to return home. We live in those times when there's no discipline. There's no discipline and there's no respect. You got no respect in the home. You're not going to have any respect in the church. 
You have no respect in the home or the church. You're not going to have any respect in the school. You have no respect in the schools. You're going to have no respect in the city. People are, are, are openly defiant to authority. When we were growing up, you respected police. You respected your elders. You respected your teachers. But because of the certain laws that are in place now, that is a lost art. But we as Christians should start out teaching our children from the grave or from the cradle, excuse me, from the cradle, respect. We are to do that. Now, in the Old Testament, you know, as I said, the Israelites were God's chosen people. The Israelites had salvation offered to them, and they were disobedient. They were disobedient. We see they spent over 400 years in, ca- in Egyptian captivity because of their disobedience. And, you know, nowadays people ask, what must we do to be saved? Nowadays, in recent times, people are asking, what must we do? What can we still do and still be saved? You know, that's not right. Jesus said that. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I'm not talking about the Ten Commandments. I'm not talking about Jesus' commandments. Now, you see in the Old Testament, it wasn't a lot of big things that would trip people up. Well, small things. Take the case of Moses. Moses was born of an Israelite family. His mother put him in, the, in a basket and set him afloat in the Nile and he was found by Pharaoh's daughter. But when Moses came of age, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. God came to Moses. God spoke to Moses and told Moses to do specific things. And now when God tells us to do something specifically, he doesn't mean put our little add add in or twist into it. God tells you what you want to do. That's the way God wants you to do it. Moses, when he had freed, when he had led Israel out of captivity, and you know, how, you know how our people, are. we know how people are. We 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 complain about everything. We complain about this. We complain about that. And they were complaining that they had no water. They were thirsty. God told Moses to speak to the rock. Moses, being human, was frustrated, and he hit the rock. Because of that sin, Moses was not allowed to cross over into the promised land. God showed it to him, but he was not allowed to cross over. And we have to learn and we have to understand that God stayed with the people, the children of Israel, and God will surely stay with us. But what we have to do, we have to continue to hold on to God's unchanging hand. Nowadays, we're continuing to spiral out of control because, again, there's no respect for God or his word. And the further we get from God, the more dangerous the word gets, the world gets. And I want to tell you that if you're a member of the Lord's church, to hold on because, you know, God is in control of everything. I I once heard a preacher say this little saying here, God never promised us smooth sailing. But he did promise us a happy and safe landing, only if we hold on 
to his unchanging hand. Now, in the book of 1 Peter, chapter 1, and verse number 25, we see that Peter um, <clears throat> was talking, and he said, uh, well, let's start at verse number 24. He said, for all flesh is as grass, and the glory of man as a flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower therefore falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. So you see, you know, things have changed. Laws change, but God's word never deviates one specific letter. God's word is the same. And I think it's really beautiful if we think about it. We serve the same God that created Adam and Eve. We serve the same God that tested Abraham. We serve the same God who chose Moses to lead the children of Israel out of um, Egyptian captivity. We serve the same God that told Noah and gave him specific instructions on how to build an ark. He closed the door and nobody else got in but Noah and his wife, his boys and their wives. Eight souls were saved only by God. And that's the same God that we serve today. And I want people to understand, it's not what Brother Mike says, but it's what God says. And that's why Paul, Timothy, in the book of Timothy, to study, to show yourself approved, a workman that needs not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of God. Now, when I say study and rightly divide, that doesn't mean put our, our, our two cents worth into it because the Holy Spirit, one of the Godhead, is not going to inspire a man to write something that we're going to have to interpret. If the Bible says, but the Lord's word endures forever, believe it, that the Lord's word endures forever. Not the Lord's word endures forever, but let me add this to it. It doesn't say that. So what we got to do is basically keep holding on to God's unchanging hand. So we go, we, 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 we see the prophecy over in um, the book of Isaiah, chapter is 14. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 14, um, or I'm sorry, chapter 7 and verse 14, they say, therefore the Lord shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel, talking about Jesus. Way back, uh, uh, way long before Mary and Joseph was even thought about, the prophecy for Jesus coming was already made. Now, we go, we, we, and if you look over in the book of Matthew, uh, the first chapter, you'll see that the angel Gabriel appeared to Joseph in a dream and told him, don't put your wife away for what's in her is of the Holy Spirit and you shall bear a son and you shall be called Emmanuel. So you see, God's plan had put his plan, let his plan be known way back in Old Testament days through the prophet Isaiah. We also see in Isaiah 53, where it prophesies about Jesus' death, his suffering, and, and, and why. In a verse that says, and with his stripes, 
we are healed. So you see, we're, we're saved and we're healed by the blood of the Lord. But to get back to why he came, why, why he came man was evil. Salvation needed to be for everyone, not just the Israelites, but needed to be for everyone. And, and see, God knew from the beginning that they would need to be saved because of free will. He knew from the beginning that his son needed to come. So his son came down, and he was both human and divine. He, he felt suffering. He felt hunger like we do today. In fact, um, I think, I believe it was in um, the book of Luke where somebody looked up and said, is this not the carpenter's son? So you see, Jesus came, and he led a human-type life. But Jesus began to preach his love. Jesus began to preach of his kingdom. And, 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 you know, we ask, why did Jesus come? I've got one word for you, love. Love. In John chapter 3 and verse number 16, as the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And, and you know, as we read and, and we continue to study the life of Christ, he was tempted of the devil. He hadn't eaten in 40 days. The devil tempted him. said, if, if you be the son of God, turn these rocks into bread. And you know, he was hungry. The human side of him was hungry. But Jesus resisted. And, and you know, what it, what, what it is, is he's showing us that Jesus, though he was God in human form, can resist temptation. We can resist temptation also. Jesus knew that he would have to die and his father was going to have to raise him up from the dead in order to save man. That's why Jesus came. We, 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 know the, we hear the story of uh, the Last Supper, and afterwards, you know, Jesus went into the Garden of Gethsemane to pray. And as he was in that garden to pray, he was so stressed out about what was about to come, his sweat, he sweated blood. And I looked it up, and there is actually a medical condition to where you stress, stress and do something so fervently that you will actually sweat blood. Jesus sweated blood because he knew what was coming. And, and, and the sad part about it, he did no sin. He didn't sin, nor was any guile found in his mouth. But the Hebrew people because he was trying to change them from the old ways, following the laws of Moses. They didn't like that. People are inherently afraid of change. So I tell people the biggest fear a man can have is change. And if you want to scare a man, make him change, make him change something he's used to doing. Make him change the way he – just make him change. Just make him change. Now, Jesus was betrayed by someone that he had handpicked to be his apostle. You know, I'm talking about Judas Iscariot. Jesus was betrayed by Judas with a kiss. Now, they took him from Judgment Hall to Judgment Hall, and they kept passing him on all night long because nobody could find anything he was guilty of. But, the love that God had to give Jesus up to sacrifice for his, for us is the love that kept it going. And, and, and you know, 
after he after the crucifixion and he died and he rose again, he had, he he came to his he came to his apostles, and as he talked to them, you know they didn't want him to leave. They didn't want him to go. Um, it was almost like some begged him to stay, but he said, "I got to go." In in, in the book of John, the chapter is number fourteen. It's one of my favorite chapters in the book, in, in, in John. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, you believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you, that where I am, there you may also be. And whether I go you know the way. And, and Thomas, we know we, we know Thomas as doubting Thomas. He had to ask the question, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? This is what Jesus replied. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And if you had known me, you should also have known my Father. And from henceforth ye know him. And have seen him. So in other words, Jesus is representing God here on earth. Jesus is one of the Godhead, but he's representing his father by being obedient. Now, while Jesus was on the cross, we, we, we sing that old old gospel song called He Could Have Called Ten Thousand Angels. He could have called a legion of angels to take him down off that cross. But if he did that, he would not have completed the task set before him. Now, you know, they came and, and they broke the, the legs of the two thieves on the cross that Jesus was in the midst of while, hang, while hanging on the cross. They broke their legs. When they got to Jesus, he was already dead. And, you know, suffocation is a hard way to die. You know, I, I suffer from respiratory problems. When I can't breathe, it's scary. It is very scary. But that's how Jesus died. He suffocated. He suffocated. So when they got to him, they, they, they knew they didn't need to break his legs because they have him push up and catch breath. So they pierced him in the side. And forth from his side came blood and water. With his blood, we are healed, but we got to get in that water to get into Christ. That's a whole different, that's a whole different sermon right there. But we got to get they be healed and by the blood and saved by that blood. We got to get in the water. So you see, we can't just go around and say, well, I accept the Lord Jesus as my personal Savior. That doesn't work. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and, and, and be, that does not work. Salvation, you have to do steps. You got to hear the gospel. You got to believe what you've heard. Then you got to take action. You got to repent of your sins, confess Jesus to be the Son of God, and be buried with him in the watery grave of baptism. Then, well, only then when you'll be able to enjoy what John chapter 14, 2 says, in my father's house are many mansions. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. But in order for Jesus to come back and receive you into him, unto himself, that where he is, you can go to be in Christ Jesus. And, you know, over in verse number 15, this is what I love. If you love me, keep my commandments. 
and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. And he's talking about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is with us right now. The Holy Spirit comes down, and he abides with us. You know, we, whenever, we, whenever we think that things can't get any worse, the Holy Spirit is telling you, whispering in your ear, hold on to God's unchanging hand. Because if God brought you to it, God would take you through it. And, you know, I told Brother Butler this evening that I was going to cut it short, but I want to thank everybody for your attentiveness. I want to thank everybody who is out there listening. And I hope I said something this evening that will help you on your way to being a Christian because there is no greater pleasure than to know that if you died right now, you're going to go to heaven. You're going to go to heaven. You know, faith, repentance, and baptism puts you into Christ. And if you, once you get into Christ, you hold on to God's unchanging hand, and heaven will be yours to enjoy. So at this point in time, I would like to thank once again Brother Butler. And my name, once again, is Michael Lawler. I'm in, I worship at the Whitney Avenue Church of Christ in Hamden, Connecticut. And I want to wish everybody a pleasant good evening. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Is your congregation in need of lending for a building or expansion project? As your partner and advocate, Diversified Financial Network will take the time to understand your unique situation and develop a financing solution that meets your specific need. It's an exciting time for your congregation. And what you need is a company with expertise in church financing early in the process. Call us today at 1-866-513-6665 or visit us at www.diversifiedfinancegroup.com. These are the announcements for the events and activities in the Churches of Christ. If you'd like to have your events and activities announced on this broadcast, you can contact me at Stevie B's Media Production at the Carolina Studio in North Carolina. You can give me a call at 910-491-6405 or send your email to my new email address, Steve 1009 at yahoo.com. On Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 9 p.m. Central Standard Time and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, there will be a nationwide gospel call that's sponsored by the Church of Christ in Highland Heights from Houston, Texas. And the telephone number to this call is 857-216-6700. And the access code is 328-497. This is a nationwide outreach for those who are not members of the Churches of Christ. And the speakers will be presenting a basic salvation message for them to learn what they must do in order to be saved, as well as information regarding the churches of Christ. In addition, it's intended to edify and strengthen the faith of those who are Christians. On Tuesday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, the Delcrest Church of Christ in San Antonio, Texas, presents the Women's Virtual Bible Class. And this class will be held on www.zoom.com. And the class ID number is 821-3692-8262. Daily at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, the Ladies in Christ Prayer Line, hosted by the Church of Christ in Lafayette, Louisiana. And the telephone number to this prayer line is 605-472-5203. 
My co-host on the Gospel Light Radio Show that airs her on Blog Talk Radio on Thursday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time has a new book. His name is Steve Cordo. He has a new book entitled God, Grace, and You. And you can order this book from the 21st Century Christian Catalog. And Stevie B's Media Production presents, we have two new productions that we have just started. And on the every third Tuesday on this broadcast on What a Word from the Lord Radio Show, we will have the Mid-Tennessee Singles Ministry out of Nashville, Tennessee. That show will air from 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then the fourth Tuesday of the month, we have a new production called the Kelly Fletcher Show. And that show will air at 7 p.m. Pacific, I'm sorry, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as well. That's every fourth Tuesday of the month. And just a program reminder, Stevie B's Media Production Presents, we're airing live shows here on Blog Talk Radio. You can talk to the live show at 713-955. 0508 or type in your search bar www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash gospel like radio show and on Tuesday every second Tuesday of the month because the first Tuesday of the month there is no show scheduled so every second Tuesday of the month we have a guest speaker from the Brotherhood of the Church of Christ we'll be presenting a message from the Word of God and we also have the Community Corner segment that's designed for small business owners and entrepreneurs who have products and services for our community and my co-host on that show, I have three co-hosts on that this show, the Water Word of the Lord radio show, uh, Lou Gilbert, he's the evangelist for the Open Park Church of Christ there in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And Shauna Otis, she serves with the Greyway Church of Christ there in Nashville, Tennessee. She has the team, the Mid-Tennessee Singles Ministry. And also my co-host, Isa Mullins, he serves the Helen Street Church of Christ here in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And now we have Kelly Fletcher. We'll have the Kelly Fletcher Show every fourth Tuesday of the month. And then on Thursday evening each week from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'll be hosting a live show, the Gospel Light Radio Show. And on this broadcast, I have eight co-hosts who will be presenting messages from the Word of God. And each week, I'll have two co-hosts on the air with me. I'm also taking a question from my social media platform on Facebook called Shout It Out. So I'll be posing to one of my co-hosts on that live show. And then on Friday night at our new time from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'll be hosting a live show, Stevie B. Acapella Gospel Music Blast Radio Show. And on this broadcast, I'm playing some of the world's greatest acapella gospel music artists, the sweet sounds of voices. And we also have the Story Glory segment where we interview the artists that we're playing on this broadcast. And on this Friday night, I'll be counting down my top 20 acapella gospel songs for the month of October. And then on October the 22nd, we'll be debuting some new music by Curtis Williamson from Nashville, Tennessee. And then on 20, the 29th of October, we'll have Air. Uh, Irvin C. Jackson from Wesley Chapel, Florida. He'll be debuting some new music on that broadcast as well. If you cannot catch any of these live shows here on Blog Talk Radio, wherever you're getting your favorite podcast from, there's just so many musical platforms that you can use to listen to these uh, podcasts now. But some of the major ones I always like to announce on this broadcast, because most people are familiar with them, is Spotify, Apple, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, YouTube, just to name a few. You can pick up all of these shows. Just search for Stevie B Media Productions. 
I have a new program manager for all of my sponsors. Her name is Michelle Marco from, uh, from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. If you would like to sponsor any of these radio shows, just give her a call at 954-687-4705. I'd like to give a shout-out to all of my sponsors. We certainly appreciate them for sponsoring these radio shows. We could not do this program without them. Sherwin Norwood from Chicago, Illinois. Bethesda Memorial Center, Director of Criminal Services out of DeSoto, Texas. Uh, Stanley Phillips from Little Rock, Arkansas. Cheryl Marat from Charlotte, North Carolina. Yvonne Blazing Cracker Gooch from Nashville, Tennessee. Melvin Jackson from High Point, North Carolina. Marquise Hallman from Charlotte, North Carolina. Stephanie Booker Wilson from Greensboro, North Carolina. Diversified Financial Network LLC out of Dallas, Texas. The owners, Mark and Charlotte Carroll. And Ordained Faith Publishing out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The three E's of Stevie B's media production, it is the objective of this broadcast. We want to educate, we want to edify, we want to encourage you in a study of God's Word. And that will conclude our program announcements. The Community Corner is coming up next after the break. Stay tuned for What a Word from the Lord radio show. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. Thinking about what you've done for me in my life I just want to say what you really mean to me You're my everything, my joy and peace You're the reason why I sing Lord, I don't deserve anything you've given me So I just gotta say thank you Whoa. What's nice with your love and grace So I just gotta tell you this
You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. The Community Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, the Community Corner is designed to just simply tell our listeners what products and services are offered uh, in our communities and how you can contact these various vendors for their services. We've had people uh, on this broadcast who are sitting right there among us in our congregations, and you just never know what some of these uh, folks are involved in until you really get to know people uh, among you. And that's why it's good to have fellowship uh, with one another so you can find out what you, what services are being provided by your neighbors that are sitting right there in some of these pews uh, in our congregations. We've had people on the show who are involved in financial services, legal services. We've had authors. Uh, we've had college consultants, professional boxers who are involved in community service. We've had NFL players, uh, casting producers from television shows, farmers, comedians, health and wellness models, you name it. We've had them on this broadcast. Now, uh, on the show this evening, my special guest in the community corner is Shania. I hope I pronounced that right. Shania, is Shania Middleton. Is that right, Shania? Is that right? Hello, Shania? Hello, Shania? Who who do I have on the line right now? Hello, caller. I have a call of 602-760-6226. Whose number is this? All right. Well, I don't have my guest on the line. I thought this was my guest. This is kind of strange here, but Okay. Call, are you there? Hold on a minute, ladies and gentlemen. Let me go to a break. Let me see if I can get this uh, straightened out right quick. Just stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. from the Lord radio show. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's try this again. Shania, are you there? Hello, Shania, is your phone muted? 
I have her on the line, but I can't hear anything. Hold on a minute. again Shania are you there I'm here can you hear me okay okay now I hear you what happened I'm not sure I was on hold I didn't hear anything yeah I unmuted you but uh the line was dead but it's all good we got you down so that's all that matters hey welcome to the community corner why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to my listeners and we can find out what it is that you're doing to serve our community Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on today. So just so we're not total strangers, a little bit about myself. My name is Chantel Middleton Wilson. I currently currently reside in Phoenix, Arizona, but originally I'm from High Point, North Carolina. I have two beautiful children, a son, Jamarius, and a daughter, Jaslyn, and one in heaven, Jeremiah. I am also the founder and CEO of Infinity and Beyond Corporation which is my umbrella company that oversees my three different companies, which are tailored around health and wealth building. Now I gave you a whoop whoop just now because you're from high point. That's where I'm from too. So that's my home girl. (laughs) (laughs) We certainly appreciate you joining us on the community corner. Why don't you tell us now, what is it that you're doing to serve our community? Awesome. Awesome. So it brings me so much joy and happiness to be able to offer services and share employment opportunities that truly help people, especially black women, and to help others build mentally and physically and financially. Um, I didn't come from much in my little hometown of High Point, North Carolina. I had my first child at 15, and I was told that I had thrown my life away by so, so many people. But God, let me tell you, the devil did not succeed in this situation. Family, outsiders, they were very quick to judge my situation, but no one offered support, advice, or resources. No one taught me the eating or that good credit is better than having money or that financial security in itself is one of the keys to a good well-being and life itself. No one offered me those teen parenting classes or how to get assistance and build financial security until I could get until I could get established in life. 
they only offered their negative opinion. And if I had been a weak-minded person, that could have kept me in a really dark place. But I had a praying grandmother and a drive for that success. That drive is where the name of my company actually stemmed from, which is Infinity and Beyond Corporation, which means I have limitless possibilities and the ability to gain and apply knowledge and resources that are not always readily available to everyone, especially in the black community. I can do and I can be anything that I want to be, and everybody around me can do the same. I plugged into myself emotionally when I was told I had ruined my life at 15, when in actuality, that life experience made me a very stronger person. I went to work. I learned work ethics at an early on age. I learned to care for someone other than myself and so so many more things. And that's what drives me when things get tough. Because just because something happens in life, that doesn't mean that it's the end of the road. Everything isn't going to be perfect. And that looks down on you, that there, just remember there's someone else there to lift you up and to guide you. So my company was actually established in January of 2016 because it's something that changed my life and helped me to do something not only for myself but for others. Helping others build generational wealth and providing products that helps you become healthy naturally really matters to my soul because it has an impact on the ones I come in contact with. So I promote health and wealth to people to be more secure in their life, career, and business, to let them know you're not alone and there's so much information out there that your circumstances don't have to define you. Me, and be, me being able to offer these services and share employment opportunities that truly help others and change their lives is such an amazing feeling. Financial literacy isn't taught much in schools. I provide a service that teaches you finances and will help you create your own LLC if that's something you're seeking and you want to leave your family something that they can pass on from generation to generation. My, now, one of my first companies... Question. Mm -hmm. Tell me now, how does that LLC work? So it's very, you go through the Secretary of State, and they it's so simple. It takes less than an hour. They give you a step-by-step guide to register you with your state. That way you can sell or administer whatever products or services that you feel the need that you want to share with your community. Mm Mm-hmm. So what's the advantage of that, having that LLC? So the advantage of that is, one, you're building something for not only yourself but your family. Um, You have the ability to make an impact in the community. You're going to have resources readily available to you that you wouldn't normally have in just your everyday life. You'll have business um, tax breaks. Um, different things to that nature is is very beneficial for you. Hmm. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh no, you're fine. <laughs> so yeah, my um, company, Infinity Nest Financial, it provides a protection plan that works to remove erroneous, inaccurate, or unverifiable items from your credit, and it also provides additional services. 
Um, there's 112 million Americans right now that either have fair, poor, or very poor credit scores of a 580 score or less. And not only that, majority of the arguments in households nowadays is about money. And many Americans are worried right now. They don't understand the value of wealth education, and this is just from a lack of knowledge, and I have the resources to provide that to people. Um, part of my services not only include credit restoration, but I provide credit monitoring. I give you access to your personal credit attorney. attorney. I give you budgeting tools, debt payoff tools. Um, I also give you the step-by-step and guide to build your own will and trust so your family not going through the hardship if something was to happen to you. And when it comes to credit, we can remove so many things, whether it's bankruptcy, child support, evictions, foreclosure, identity theft, medical bills. I mean, the list goes on and on. And not only do I offer financial service, so an independent consultant with Bye Bye Belly. So we hmm. provide at-home kits and pre-made juices and teas that help with your overall health from detoxing, weight loss, anxiety, diabetes, high blood pressure, pain. Is Like I said, the list goes on and on. And our gift nest juice is pretty much like a fat burner and appetite suppressant. And it also lowers your cortisol levels, so it really targets stubborn belly fat. And it honestly, it tastes like Kool-Aid to me. I absolutely love it. Now, what is that you're talking about? Because I need that. What's what's the name of that? (laughs) It's called Get Snatch Juice. Now, how can I get some of that? So you can order from my website directly. Um, It's www.chantelwilson.com. Or you can contact me at 209-379-5141, and I can place the order and have it shipped directly to you. Now, that's a fat burner, right? Yes, sir. Definitely need that. You can text me that information, so I, I definitely need that. Go, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I sure will. <laughs> <laughs> I also um, offer a Get Snatched Tea, and it's basically like an energy and detox tea, so it doesn't have any laxatives or cena in it. So that means you're not going to be running to the bathroom at any 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 appropriate time. It does contain a small amount of caffeine, but that gives you that energy that you need to get through the day. But it cleanses your liver and kidneys and allows for um, maximum nutri- nutrient absorption. And so not only do I provide these services for health and wealth building, but I'm looking for individuals that are seeking to start their own businesses and pretty much work from anywhere. You can do both these opportunities part-time, um, and they want a thing that you're doing right now, or you can do it full-time. It's kind of up to you. Um, getting started with the financial consultant takes less than a week. We provide you with everything you need to get started for a low startup of 299 and then becoming a health consultant is just as easy. We give you permission to sell our line of juices and teas and access to all of our product training, marketing tools, and business mentorship. You'll also gain access to over 80-plus health and wellness products that include CBD, black seed oil, essential oils, 
superfoods, biominerals, skin care. It's, it's a whole list of products that are all plant-based, organic, and all natural and very healthy for you. I have so many testimonials from people saying that they're no longer having to take insulin or they're no longer having to take their high blood pressure because of these products. And to get started with the health and wellness, um, only thing you need to do is just purchase one of our enrollment packages that range from anywhere from $38 to $299. But with all of these, we're going to show you how to gain that money, that initial investment back um, times 10 in the first month or so. Most of our distributors, they get between 20 and 30% commissions. We provide training, one-on-one sessions. You get paid daily. You make your own hours. You work pretty much right from your smartphone, and you get additional bonuses. So there's a lot that um, we can offer, not just with building your own personal and health-building but we provide you the opportunity to be able to offer these services and products to the people and the ones you love that are around you. So tell our listeners now, how can they get in contact with you if they want to uh, get some of these products and services that you have? Because you got a lot going on. I was going to say, you got a (laughs) lot going on. You got a lot going on. (laughs) You can visit my website at ChantelleWilson.com. That's S-H-E-N-T-I-L-E-W-I-L-S-O-N.com. Or you can contact me directly at 209-379-5141. Chantelle, thank you so much for joining us here on the Community Corner. Sorry about the audio difficulty at the beginning of the segment. Oh, no problem. I apologize myself, but thank you for this opportunity. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for What a Word from the Lord radio show. My co-host, Isa Mullins from the Helen Street Church of Christ is coming up after the break. Stay tuned. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. Without a ring. 
Listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Give your attention to the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, my co host, Ison Mullins, and his subject, hand me another brick. 
Good evening, good evening, uh, fellow brothers and sisters of the House of God. I want to thank you, Brother Steve Butler, for giving me another opportunity to uh, proclaim the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, this evening. I want to go ahead and jump into my topic is uh, hand me another brick. Hand me another brick. Nehemiah is the story of the rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem which took place in the 5th century before Christ. And it was, a long, it was a part of the long history of that troubled city, which today is still on the news and still in trouble, as you well know. But Nehemiah did more than rebuild a wall, as we will learn. This book is also the story of the restoring of a people from ruin and despair to a new walk with God. God seeks to dwell in the human spirit, and that is the great secret that humanity has largely lost today, but which New Testament Christianity seeks to restore. According to Nehemiah chapter 1, 1 through 3, the wall of Jerusalem was broken down and its gates were burnt with fire. According to the description of Jerusalem, the people were in trouble. They were feeling a great sense of disgrace and reproach. The walls of the city were broken down, and the gates had been burned, and they were no longer usable. And if we take Jerusalem as a symbol of our own lives, there are many, uh, many people, perhaps many right here this evening, who fit this description. My brothers and sisters, we greet each other every Wednesday and Sunday with hugs and smiles, trying to hide the pain, depression, and stress, strife, while all the while hoping that no one will ask how we are really doing. You may look back on your life and see there are places where the walls have been broken down. There is no longer any ability left to resist destructive attacks. You have perhaps fallen victim to sinful habits that you now find difficult, if not impossible, to break. That is the kind of ruin that is described here. Year after year, Satan, he paces and he circles around your walls until he finds himself a loose stone. There may be some of us who feel unable to stop wrongful practices. We have gone along with the ways of the world. We have even fallen in the practices that the Bible says are all wrong. But we have difficulty in stopping them. We may be addicted to drugs or tobacco or alcohol. Perhaps you have a bitter spirit. You can be an addict, censorious attitude that complains about everything as much as you can be an addict to drugs. It is so habitual that you find yourself having difficulty stopping it. Perhaps your drift began innocently. You did not realize you were forming a habit, but now it's very, very difficult. You can no longer stop it. Your defenses are gone. The walls of your city are completely broken down. Perhaps also your gates have been burned. Gates are ways of in of going in and out. They are the ways by which other people get to know you as you really are. 
Perhaps your gates have been destroyed again by wrong habits. Perhaps you were sexually abused as a child. This phenomenon seems to be surfacing more and more frequently in our day. The shame of it, the scarring of it, has kept you a recluse. Your gates are burned and nobody has access to you. Perhaps you have been a victim of divorce or rape or some bitter experience, and you feel betrayed or sabotaged. You want to run and hide, and nobody can reach you. You have been so badly burned that you are now touchy and inaccessible. There are parts of your life you cannot even talk about. You do not want anyone to know. You have a great sense of personal distress and a feeling reproach and disgrace. You've been scarred emotionally. No one may not even know about it. To others, you appear to be a success. They think that you are doing fine. Inwardly, you know that you are not. As you examine the walls and the gates of your life, you find much of it in ruins. How do we handle that? That Nehemiah took covers seven chapters of this book. There are very specific steps, very orderly, and very effective. Take it in order that will lead to a full recovery of usefulness. We are only going to examine the first step this night, and we find it in these words. Nehemiah chapter 1 and verse 4. When I heard these things, I sat down and I wept. For some days I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. What is needed in an honest facing of the ruin, whatever it may be, and without blaming or attempting to involve somebody else, tell it all to God. By yourself, alone, face the facts. Take all the time you want and pour it all out before God. Weep if you feel like it. Tell him all the hurt, the fear, and the pain. That is always the place to start, according to Scripture. A broken spirit and a contrite heart, God always welcomes. First, he recognized the character of God. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse number 5 says, O Lord, God of heaven, the great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant of love with those who love him and obeys his commands. Let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the servant, the prayer your servant is praying before you day and night for your servants, the people of Israel. <clears throat> Nehemiah chapter 1, verse number 5 and 6. The ruin you are concerned with may not always be yours personally. It may be that of someone close to you whose life you see falling apart because of certain habits or attitudes that they have allowed to enter into their experience. You feel like Nehemiah, and you want to weep and mourn and tell God all about it. That is always the place to start, for God is a responsive God. He gives attention to the prayers of his people. And he is a God of power and ability, and above all, a God of love. The second thing Nehemiah did was he repented of all personal and corporate sins. Everybody.
Everybody knows someone in their family that is in danger of making hell their home. It's like watching a scary movie, and no matter how much advice you give or how loud you yell at the movie screen, you cannot help them. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse number 7, I confess the sins we Israelites, including myself and my father's house, have committed against you. We have acted very wickedly towards you. We have not obeyed the commands, decrees, and laws you gave your servant Moses. This is an honest facing of his own guilt. Notice the absent righteousness. He does not say, Lord, I'm thinking of these terrible sinners back here in Jerusalem. Be gracious to them because they have fallen into wrong action. No, he puts himself into this picture saying, I have contributed to this problem. There are things that I did or did not do that have made this ruin possible. I confess before you, Lord, the sins of myself and my father's house. There is no attempt to excuse or to blame others for this. It is a simple acknowledgement of wrong. My brothers and sisters, it has always been true of the people of God that any degree of self-justification will cancel out your recovery. If you try to excuse yourself, For what is wrong in your life, you block your own recovery. Just admit it, declare it. This is exactly contrary to the spirit of the age in which we live. But this is God's way, and it is the first step in the process of recovery. Then third, Nehemiah reminded God of his gracious promises. No matter what your mother or your father did or didn't do, Excuses will not lead you to success. Nehemiah said, remember the instruction that you gave your servant Moses saying, if you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me and obey my commands, then even if your exiled people are at the farthest horizon, I will gather them from there and bring them to the place I have chosen as a dwelling for my name. They are your servants and your people whom you redeemed by your great strength and your mighty hand. Nehemiah chapter 1, verses 8 through 10. Nehemiah reminds himself of the nature of God. He is a God of forgiveness, a God of restoration, a God of great power. When the heart is right, God can change all the external circumstances of a situation and make it entirely different. And he will do so. He promises he will. My brothers and my sisters of the house of God, there is work to be done. But we are stuck in our sin, blaming others and wallowing in the mire. We cannot build anything. But I ask everyone within the sound of my voice this evening to say this with me. Just hand me another brick. My brothers, I I just failed again, but hand me another brick. My sisters, I just lied again, but hand me another brick. I I just lost my job. I lost another job. Hand me another brick. I'm I'm struggling tonight with temptations, but hand me another brick. My kids, they just saw me at my worst. Please hand 
me another brick. And I got too many bills, but not enough money. But please hand me another brick. And my parents did not even want me, but hand me another brick. And it's 3 o'clock in the morning, and I'm crying again. But I'm asking you, somebody who's on the line tonight, to hand me another brick. Psalm chapter 51 and 10 and 12 has created me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Romans 15, verse number 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Zechariah 9 and 12 says, Return to your fortress, O prisoners of hope, because even now I announce that I will restore twice as much to you. James 5 and 16 says, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power and it is working. As I end this evening's message, I end with Colossians chapter 3, 12 through 14. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. May God have a blessing to this word, and may you have a wonderful and blessed week. God bless you. How can I walk with Jesus? How can I, mm, how can I, mm, yeah? How can I walk with Jesus? How can I, mm, how can I, mm, yeah? How can I walk with Jesus? How can I, mm, how can I, mm, yeah? How can I walk with Jesus? How can I? How can I? Yeah. How can I walk with Jesus? How can I? How can I? Yeah. How can I walk with Jesus? How can I? How can I? Yeah. How can I walk with Jesus? How can I? How can I? Yeah. How can I walk with Jesus? How can I? How can I? Yeah. How can I walk with Jesus? How can I? How can I? Yeah. How can I walk with Jesus? How can I? How can I move, yeah? How can I walk with Jesus? How can I? How can I? Ran into an old friend of mine. We grew up around the way. We were known throughout the neighborhood. Back in the day, well, we caused a lot of trouble. Our mama shed lots of tears. It was only by the grace of God. I made some changes over the years. And my friend said, Bible in my head.
You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for spending a little time with us this evening in a study of God's Word. I want to thank both of my speakers on the show tonight, Michael Lawler and my co-host, Isa Mullins. Both gentlemen did a great job on this broadcast. We just appreciate the effort of all those we have coming on this broadcast on a weekly basis who are willing to share uh, what they know in the preaching and the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I also want to thank my special guest in the community corner, Shania Milton. That's my homegirl over there from High Point, North Carolina. I always uh, love having people from my hometown on this broadcast, and it's, I'm just glad to hear what she's doing to serve our community. That was a very informative presentation that she gave. She just has her hand, has her hand in a little bit of everything, and I certainly appreciate her efforts in the community corner as well. It is my prayer that these lessons and the things that you heard on this show tonight, ladies and gentlemen, have been beneficial to your spiritual lives and your relationship with the Lord has been strengthened. Because you're not only tuning in this radio broadcast, but you've given yourself over to a study of God's word. So until we meet again, I pray God's continual blessings upon your lives and that he bless you real, real good. You've been listening to What I Word from the Lord Radio Show on behalf of all, and my co-hosts, Ison Mullins, Shauna Otis, Lou Gibbons, and Kelly Fletcher. We really do appreciate your love and support. For these radio programs. I'm your host, Stevie R. Butler. Good night, everybody. God bless you. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. This time, the storm, well, it brought me down to my knees. And I pray, Father, please. Have mercy, Lord, cause I'm almost dead. And every morning when I would arrive, I did not think I could face another day. But I made it because you fed me. My, 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 my day was Yeah, oh, See when I needed faith, God it fed me.
just remember what she Don't pray for tomorrow, cause it may never come. Don't worry about the next day, cause all you've got is this one. Oh, when you call, you gotta ask him for your And when you need strength, God will give show episode 212 <laughs> <laughs> my car broke down last Crying, Daddy, what we gonna eat? My bills are due, the boss is in a rage. To top it off, I just may not get paid. The wife said she want a little more romance. 
But she don't understand it's all about the finances Oh my God, what am I gonna do? And are you really gonna see me through? Y'all, I'm talking about real life For somebody Tell me what you're gonna do When it takes you in your face I know life can be so hard sometimes And finding the strength to go on is not easy But you gotta keep moving on Just 12 years old And the pressure's already on Our little boys and girls today Have to make decisions like they're grown Somebody's rearing a child all by themselves And from the one who helped you make it You can't get no kind of help I know it's not right, but I'm talking about somebody's real life. Oh, 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 somebody tell me what you're gonna do. Tell me what the single parents do when those babies are staring you in your face. And you know you're the only one they can count on. But still, you need to get your life on. What do you do? Yes. Oh, yeah There are consequences to every choice we make, yeah Oh, yeah And whether we win or lose Whether we win or lose That's the price we pay, oh, yeah So always acknowledge the Lord Acknowledge the Lord all your way And you will find You will find You will have Another loved one is gone on home It makes me feel like my time ain't long And that's why I'm careful every day About the things I do And the things I say Because when this life is over Well done is all I want to hear the Lord say I don't know what you're going to do But I want to encourage you to hold on God's unchanging hand It's the best thing you can do When real life hits you in your face Yeah You gotta stand strong You see The toughest battles are given to the strongest soldiers But you have to handle them like the Lord told you And hold on Remember the victory's already won. The victory's already won. And your breakthrough is just around the corner. So whenever the storms are raging in your life, it doesn't matter if it's the children, the job, the boss, the spouse. You gotta let the Lord work it out. And believe me now. He can sure work it out. He can sure work it out. Yeah, yeah. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.